episode 517. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey finds out. Yo. And Tony Corkinakis. Hello. Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners and viewers, to 517 of the GameCast. Uh, we got a topic tonight. It's our top five OG, I have to say OG Xbox games, because Oof. you can't say Xbox One. So, um... Xbox the first. Xbox Xbox the first, yes. Uh, First edition. You can't even say that anymore. So yeah, OG Xbox. Uh, Top five games. Uh, We're going to get into that in a little bit. First things first, guys. Let's kick it off like we always do with what we've been up to. Uh, I can chime in here finally talking about more about um, Ghost Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Wow. A bunch more of that, which is good. Um, The game is so, so gorgeous. Like... I, like there's times where I'm just like I'm kind of just walking around more or less on the you know just like kind of walking around enjoying the, the uh, landscape, um, but I have to say that the combat's not great. Is, is there anybody argue? But are anybody argue with that? Like I'm sorry. It's like, I, just I think it's yeah. fun, but it's not hard or very deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like that it was simple. I didn't think. I, I, I didn't mind that at all. You're playing it for the narrative. You're playing it narrative-wise you're going yeah. for? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it's really fun. fun. I, I liked I it. Like, I, I looked forward to it. But the thing is... I think it's good. It's very it's a very good game. I'm not saying it's not. It's just like, I'm not blown away by the combat. That's that's the best way to say it. Yeah. Um, I would say that it does get a little more interesting as you get more abilities. But you okay. don't need any of the abilities to... You know, t- take care of the challenges it sends at you. That's why I actually bumped it up to the harder difficulty when I was playing it because I was sort of disengaged early on just because you know, it just go through everyone pretty easy. And also, yeah. you notice you notice after a while that like actually doing the stealth is kind of cheaty. Like, yeah, you don't need to do it, and it's, it's, it's a Sony form. You hide the, the the tall bushes or the tall grass, and you yeah. just wait for somebody and you just yank them, eat them. Yeah. yeah. No, you can do that. I mean, I don't like the bow. I can tell you that for a fact. I just was like, this is... I don't like that weapon at all. Don't like that, but... I, mean, I don't know, I just don't like it. it. It's okay, but again, it's it's sort of a, a cheaty thing. Like, I, yeah. it's, I guess it's almost baked into the narrative a little bit that, you it know, is. you can get away with, like, you know, making things way easier if you are dishonorable and use all these other tools and stuff. But uh, the combat itself, the, when you do the actual, you know, samurai-type combat, I think it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, but I, not, liked, I like I like the know, combat. Game, game's fantastic. The the world is. I mean, the game is like looks fantastic as well. The music, I love the atmosphere. Everything is like subtle and so good. Like just the fine. It's the fine details, the polishing of it, so good. And like I said, load screens. There's nothing. It's just you load it once <laughs> when you get surprising. into the game and you're good. Yeah. yeah. So it's been very good. But that's really it for me this week. Um, that's it for me. Yes, um, Corey. Uh, mostly just playing board games on TTS still. Been enjoying doing that a lot. So still doing that. Haven't really gotten. I haven't really gotten into like or have the urge to play like a console game in a while. So, yeah. It's uh, it's a to, lull because you know we're not. I don't know. I mean, Cyberpunk will hopefully bring you back. You know, we'll see. Um, but that's the end of the year. Yeah, you know, so. we'll talk about that later. But yeah, no, like the my my kids, they we got the Minecraft dungeon game, and they've been enjoying that. So on Game Pass, right? No, like it's on. I have it on Switch because I they want to uh, play on Switch. <laughs> gotcha. 
But it was on um it was on Game Pass. It was on the computer too, I think, like on PC. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't know. Bryce has been funny because he's been wanting to. He wants to play Cuphead because he sees like videos of it <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you're gonna like this game, but but all right. <laughs> That's a tough game. Um, mm-hmm. Gotta start bro. It's gotta learn. I, I forgot to mention, like I've been playing a lot of um, Lego Mario. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, the course, the obstacle course thing. I think I mentioned it a while back, and I haven't really talked much about it since. Uh, there's a little in- intricacies of that game where it's like you, you use Mario, and you could basically move, like you move him yourself throughout the whole level, and you get coins. And it's like, it's really good though when you start adding sets to it, which are stupid expensive, by the way. There's no reason for these sets to be this expensive. But anyways, that's that's completely separate topic. Uh, but as you expand this course, you're like, oh, I'm going to get so many coins in this course. And you're like, no, because you only have 60 seconds to get through the course and get as many coins as possible in that time limit. Um, so, you know, when you, you just have to just, like go like this. Yes. 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 You're right. You can move as fast as you want through the whole thing. You can go right to the end if you want, but then you won't get any coins. So the real trick is to jump on top of a Goomba a, a bunch of times, get a star, get this. Hit, you want to hit things in certain orders to maximize the amount of coins you get within 60 seconds. <laughs> Okay. Seriously, like that's the increase. Like it's yeah, you could go right, you can pick your guy up, and you can put him right at the end of the level on the flag, and, and you beat the level. But there's no coins, and the idea is to get the most coins. That's the comp- that's the competition part. And in the most amount, you know, and if you don't finish the course, or if you accidentally go too fast on some of these things, so let's say you're moving so quick, he drops out of your hands, and he falls on his back. That's game over. <laughs> Same thing if he's on, yeah. Game over. I, I game over. His eyes spin around, and he's it's over. Uh, and then I, I had him on this little spinning thing where you get coins if you spin them, and the faster you spin them, the more coins you get. Except he can fly right off of that, and he flies right off of that. It's game over. So uh, it's it's been interesting. So, but anyways, I've been playing that. I, I forgot to mention that. I, I've been playing a lot of so. Um, Tony, what have you been playing? Uh, let's see. I got Hades on the Switch, uh, so I've been playing that. Put a couple hours yep. of that in. Uh, the game's fun. Uh, you yeah. know. The super giant who makes it. Uh, they make pretty good games from Bastion to uh, Transistor. It's, I've heard very good things about it. It's just not. It's not as good as those two, but it's it's pretty damn good. It's not as good as Bastion. Right? That's what I've heard. Uh, I don't know. I would say it's better than Bastion. I didn't like Bastion. Really? Wow. I always I thought Bastion was so cool. Like the way it was like you know you move him and the narrator talks. I thought that was awesome that setup. But that was the biggest aspect of that game. It was so good. Yeah. The rest of it was like in that, in that yeah. Card. Hades is actually like um, an interesting twist with the a strong narrative for a roguelike because it's like um, as you die more of the story like pops up and stuff like that so it's kind of like it's uh, part of the narrative with right, the, right. with you dying is actually pushes the narrative forward and right. it's actually built into the story of the game yeah yeah because like oh yeah. look it's you again have that escape go buddy <laughs> and it's just like yeah shut up kind of stuff like that. Uh, and then it's about you unlocking like more and more powers to you know uh, get to the or escape the um, underworld and stuff like that. But uh, it's really fun, um, hard. Uh, yeah, I progressed a little bit further. I beat the second boss, so now I'm trying to get my way to the third boss. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. They have a bunch of different weapons uh, and magic spells and stuff like that. So you know you can really tailor your uh, build to you know different couple of things. So. It's fun. We'll see how it goes. The art is amazing, and the soundtrack is is really killer. So uh, yeah. glad to see it's getting yeah super giant. Success. I mean, that's that's, that's what, what I expect. Right? Yeah, yeah, I imagine it's actually going to get um, a lot of games. Uh, cool coming up here. 
Yeah, awesome. that's what I hear. Let's check it out. Anything else? That's it. That's it. All right, Mike. Um, so I've been playing a little more Thronebreaker. Um, I, I'm still mad that I skipped that one uh, puzzle that I never figured out because I figured out every other one so far. Um, so I don't know what I did wrong with that other one. Mm. But um, the game's interesting, but it's all, it's also just barely like a game to me. I It's kind of the last thing I do before going to bed. It gets me pretty sleepy sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I played it. Uh, Risk of Rain 2 had a, a update, so I've been playing that online with my friends. Uh, there's a new character in there, and uh, the problem with this update is the game was already a little unstable, and now it's even more unstable. Um, one of the objectives requires you to do, like, uh, 20 straight levels, and typically, like, a 5 or 8 uh, level run is, like, the end, but you can keep going, obviously, uh, in these types of games. And uh, Two or three times we tried the 20 run, and the, the game just broke before we made it more than, like, us dying or anything. So it's a little annoying. Uh, they added a new character, but I kind of wish they added some stability as well. But I, I heard the team is very small, maybe even just, like, a handful of people in this. It's an indie game, so I, you can't ask for too much, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, then that, and then to try to get into... A little bit of the Halloween spirit, and uh, since I don't really play horror games, I'm playing Arkham Knight. Um, again, I might mention it yeah. before. It's the you first time. Last week. Yeah, uh, I went back to it because I did stop once I like got to like the chemical plant again. I'm like, oh, I know what happens here. Whatever. Um, you know, because uh, when I've pl- went back and played this before, I've done all the challenges and stuff, and that's how I prefer to replay batman games like that's great like you get to the actual gameplay you do redo levels and stuff you like master what you're good at and that's what's fun replaying the story and i've replayed the story of the previous batman games recently i'm just like the story is like the least interesting thing to me in this game right now i want to do the side missions i want to do the dlc i want to do the challenge rooms but i was like oh i gotta track someone with the batmobile again or (laughs) Uh, there's uh, there's more batmobile than i remember uh, well, it was everywhere, dude. That's what that's what brought that. Guess what we were complaining about the whole time. No, I, I know. I, I mean, and again, I don't mind. I don't hate again the the puzzle parts, but the the whole just it's just everywhere. I, and I forgot that they populate like everywhere the whole mm-hmm. city with the tank things that make you have to be in tank mode if you even want to go anywhere. <laughs> so it's kind of annoying. Um, but hopefully I get to the point where, you know, the superior gameplay takes over. I just, I just want my Batman game back. Just get this yeah. tank out of the way. Um, That's, that was the problem in that game. That was it. That was it. You take that tank out of the game, it's a, like it's game of the year by itself. Because gameplay-wise, it was fantastic. Yeah. And I love the story. But the Bat tank sucked. The story is okay, but it's definitely, I think, the weakest Arkham story, too. Small Avengers sure. better game. Outsold it. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, let's let's move in the news that then. Was a joke. I got it. I got it. Was it a joke though? <laughs> or is it a joke? <laughs> uh, let's move into some news. We only have two things really on the news this week. Uh, one was happening during the podcast last week. We can start with that with AOC playing uh, Among Us on Twitch, breaking records. Uh, we can go back and talk about it now, where she ended up ranking third all-time on Twitch for yeah. most concurrent, I think it was, at the same, you know, 
it was like 430,000 concurrent or something like that. It was crazy. Crazy yeah, amount for like your first time streaming. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like the amount of internet dollars she could be making right now. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, sure. But yeah, it is impressive. I don't know if she's going to do it again. It was obviously to raise voter awareness. Um, but uh, I, I checked out the stream a little bit. Um, I, didn't get, I didn't watch like the whole thing. There's people that watched like the entire thing from start to finish. Um, but she's apparently a pretty impressive PC gaming rig. Am I right? Yeah. So, I don't know. It was yeah, I don't pretty know impressive. about her personal gaming wise. Had like, is a tower with like lights on it. Oh, Tony dropped. So. No, I'm here. I got to take care of something though. I'm yeah. back. Okay. So I can I can see um, him in motion again, Jim. That hasn't happened. Well, since so who like if people like, we're assuming everybody knows who AOC is. Yeah, Al, oh, Alexander uh, Tavio, Casio, Cortez. You know Cortez, the, yeah. the, the politician. She's a the politician that's very highly controversial for she's, people. It's this polarizing yeah, comment. She's a um, she's a very polarizing. She in the House or House of Representatives or is she a Congresswoman? She's a uh, yeah representative. I mean, I think. she's a yeah, well whatever. I don't. All I know is, yes, yeah, she's got fans and detractors, and she played this game. And it's, it's good to see politicians, like, know that games exist. But it's also, I guess, part of the problem that she's so uh, considered, like, a maverick. And, you know, this, because, you know, most of them have no idea what a game is. Um, so She's also younger than all of us. <laughs> is she? Yeah. Is she 30? Somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah so. Um, all right. uh, let's see here. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was impressive uh, streaming numbers. Um, it was, uh, maybe she'll do it again. Who knows? But uh, for oh, some other I'm, awareness. I'm sure. Thing. I mean, this is the thing is like yeah. these influencers get so many followllowers and they become such a huge thing on social media, like that you. Well, think about the Among Us exposure. Like come in and exactly. It was in the like, news. It was in the news, everything. Yeah. I mean, if you did, if you worked on that game, you're like, a game's massively famous. It. Jesus. We did it. <laughs> we made it, guys. Yeah. Yachts and yeah. she shit is for everybody. So she's it? got me by a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, lastly in news, we have Cyberpunk 2077 officially delayed yet again. again. Woo! <laughs> this time to the Can we delay the like delay, please? <laughs> this, this, this is the first game I know of that was delayed with, that went gold. I am not, I don't know of I know I'm sure there was but I don't know of a game that was yeah, it's it's kind of surprising because it's almost what you think of as a consumer when you hear something went gold it's like oh there was no chance for a delay now no nope, it's golden it's there, golden yes there yeah. is um it's by three weeks and it is so it makes the decision easy for a lot of people who are wondering if they're just going to pick it up right away or just wait until yeah. the holidays because now it's firmly in the holidays December 10th, you might as well just wait like another week or two if you're waiting for Christmas yeah. or something. Um, the problem with this one is like it misses a lot of that holiday season. It misses Black Friday. It misses that. Mm-hmm. But it's the Black Friday this year, anyways. You know, it's like all. Oh, it's all online, but still, people are going to shop, dude. What else are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. So, but uh, I don't know. This. This company yeah. prides itself on trying to be transparent, and I almost think that it, it's hurts them a little bit at this point when this was supposed to be the absolute last delay of that game before yeah well, so i know this shocked this shocked employees because the memo went out the exact same time as the tweet hmm. 
Again, Schreier was talking about that. So the game is like supposed to be. I mean, we're expecting it, and since we've had a decade of hype, yeah, we have well, to. Expect. I mean, at this point, like just delay the game until you have it ready. I mean, who cares wow. at this point? Yeah, I yeah. know, but it, it's we yeah. expect like the most content-rich game maybe ever from this at this point, and. Yeah. So like, you can't at this right as of now you cannot release a game that's gonna be bro- broken or bad with all the delays you've already had. It's gotta be something. It's gotta be something it's gotta, broken. It's, well, yeah, I, I would say so. But like at this point, you cannot release this game if it's not gonna be up to par to people's expectations yeah. or close to it at least. Because you're banking on I, getting I those expect, nines. I know, but I expect you need them. Huh. They're not gonna give. Listen, this game is gonna get nines. This game, it could have had. I'm guessing this has got to be a bug. It's got to be a bug. There's nothing you're going to change in three weeks. It's got to be a massive bug they can get a patch out for. And would that affect the scores? No. Yeah. I mean, well, if it was broken, it would. Uh, it's never affected scores before. That's not sure. really true. <laughs> a game that, that really affected the scores. Bugs in a game. I think Unity, Assassin's Creed Unity, got bumped quite a bit for their their glitches and bugs. No, they. I, I, mean, I know I that there's been games that have like had day one patches that people aren't going to review sure. the game because change the game. Yeah. 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 So that's what you know we're probably dealing with here is similar thing. I don't know. So, all right, let's get into our list, guys. This is our top five OG Xbox games. Oh ever. god. <laughs> now it's probably going to be duplicates, not duplicates, but multiple games of one game on our list. I'm sure for some of us, and including myself, because originally. Oh. I'd like to mention that my top five, I did not make ESPN NFL 2K5 did not make my list because I bumped it for spoiler alert. Moved down because I decided to split a game out that I, I was just going to do the franchise, but I ended up having to split it because there's a reason. I'll get into that in a little bit, but that's why ESPN NFL 2K5, which in my opinion, still best football game I've ever played, easily. Gameplay wise, it is the best, absolutely. Yeah, that was the best game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast, get the little VMU, man. You can call it plays from there. <laughs> the ESPN games were great, and then the 2K5 on the Xbox was the best version of that. Come on. Yeah, we'll <laughs> get there. We'll see. Um, all right, so number five for me, kicking off this list, was Soul Calibur 2. We talked about it last week with GameCube. Everybody <laughs> had their versions. I played this mostly on the Xbox, and I loved this game. This was so good of a fighting game. Um, and everybody, like I said, we had their own exclusive characters. Uh, Xbox had Spawn. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and that was so awesome to play a spawn in a. At that point in time, think about the atmosphere. It was like what two thousand and five, two thousand four. I'm kind of trying to think when this came out. Um, but I think uh, two thousand four, two thousand three, earlier yeah. than that. Yeah, probably two thousand three. Man, yeah. it's just a long time ago. Uh, you're almost like two decades ago, almost. But just so you're, like, you're just right out of the '90s, so yeah. Spawn was still a thing that people wanted to see. <laughs> we did. We did want to see Spawn. We had a really bad movie at that point in time. I had to watch the cleanse the palate, you know. So. So yeah, I was young enough back then, or I saw that on TV. I'm like, this is this is pretty cool. <laughs> so I don't know. I just that fighting game was so good. We played. This was still part of our. This is the tail end of our fighting game tournaments, Corey, that we used to do. This was one of those tail tail end games when we all started to kind of didn't have enough time to get together anymore. But uh, another another reason why it was such a good nostalgic game to me to think back on was all the characters you would pick. So, the interesting uh, is um, just real quick a side note here is that 
driving games and fighting games after xbox like that beyond that like i really fell off on those completely yeah. i stopped playing a lot of them until maybe street fighter like you know four yeah. but it's like the driving games and the fighting games were so big back in these days and then oh, yeah. they just fell off but yeah the we'll, PGR we'll see games. else is there the pgr games did not make my list on this and they're so we'll good. We'll get there, Jim. We'll get there. Yeah. Come on, keep just throwing games just, out. Like I'm just crazy. saying, I didn't make my list. That's all. I, I, you don't put dude, whatever you want on your list. I'm just explaining. They didn't make my list. I'm a racing game fan, but I just, I like my list better. Uh, okay, Corey, what's your number five? Ooh, I'm going next. Well, my number five is actually Madden 2005. No. So, this game uh, is not the best football game, in my opinion. Like no, we, like Jim just mentioned, the best playing football game. If you want to yeah. play the actual game, yeah, two K visual the, concepts, man. That was the that was the I one. Use that wording on purpose. <laughs> ESPN. So uh, yeah, but Madden NFL two two thousand five was a game. And again, this is our you know favorite list. Not the best. Like this is obviously opinionated, but uh, yeah. this is a game that you, Jim and you and I would meet every week. We would yep. play this game and do a, the franchise mode, we and we wouldn't even game. play the play football the part of it. We would just We'd run our teams and this basically spreadsheet the game. You we know, would, and we would have lists going like right on pieces of paper, notebooks, yeah. and yep. we have teams, and we would just simulate the games based off of the like the players we draft, and we did that <laughs> like almost a year until we found out that it wasn't. Like it, it had it, it, it was like forty years or something. There's an ending. You can only do like you can only do so thirty years. I think once we hit that, we're yeah. like, oh no, what do we do? <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, we did that was, like once a week for like forty weeks. It, it's and then uh, it was yeah. it was one of those things that just like it just one of my you know fondest memories. Obviously, oh, the, <laughs> the rubber band thing was also a memory. That's yeah. the reason yep. we stopped playing the game. But um, but yeah, the uh, the franchise mode in that game actually made. It, one of my most memorable like and set, favorite games. Set uh, concession prices. You can move the team. Uh, this was all in 2005, which is amazing. They had this stuff in there. Uh, and then, like, well, yeah, we would like scout players. Uh, you can like write down who your targets were for the draft, and that's what we would do. Uh, and then basically, we would try to build that team to win the most Super Bowls without us interfering. Um, yeah. So I think we would watch if we were playing each other. I think that's when we would actually either watch the game or maybe play a little. I don't know if we play that, but we that'd be about it. We never play the so. game, but we did watch. We, we, I think there was different we, ways to simulate something. the game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that was, that was so much fun. And uh, oh. it's yeah, fond, fond memories in that franchise mode in 2005. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, number five. Well, I never owned an Xbox, and I've played exactly one game on it myself. I've seen oh. two games played in the same room as me, so... Those will be my three and two, but for five, non non applicable because there's nothing. N A for Mike. <laughs> Just not even voting. You never play Fusion Frenzy. No, I don't. I don't know if you know what that is. <laughs> All right, uh, Tony, you're number five. Um. Yeah, I played a. I know you were GameCube. Yeah, you're GameCube. Yeah, I mean, I I had a heck, um, you know, things. We played a lot of like random ass games on it but for good ones i mean I'll, i guess i'll go with halo 2 um which might be a controversial pick because a lot of people love halo 2 i don't really like it that much it's just oh um, it's still a quality game but in terms of halo 1 to halo 2 i thought it was a complete downgrade in terms of like <laughs> just gameplay execution like oh, I, multiplayer I, I can do a four okay um <laughs> just 
everything I, I you know that was back in the day when like not every game got a sequel you know as mm-hmm. surprising as it may sound uh, in 2020 where everything gets a sequel but like back then you're like oh man like all right, this is going to be a sequel, and like by then, like a sequel was a big deal and stuff like that. So you're like, oh man, what's Halo Two going to be? And Halo Two was poised up to be like the biggest, baddest bitch game around, and it came out the you know the whole thing was like, oh you know, save Earth or something like that. I think there's like one mission on Earth or something stupid like that, and this is like, wait, what? Like, it's not even like there was a preview we would run in the store when I worked there of the ending of that game and at the time you didn't know that was the ending because it was the preview of the game but they would show him jumping off the spaceship yeah. down to earth and at the Finished time you don't the realize that's yeah you don't realize that is not you don't even get to that wasn't fight. the ending no it wasn't supposed to be the ending yeah yeah but uh, that was the ending in the original game so it's yeah. like that that yeah no, i so remember that player, launch yeah. though I, I remember like that was the okay. biggest the me- biggest media launch ever yeah. at the time at the time well. yeah. Oh. so yeah uh, I don't know. I just thought it was more hype than uh, it, it was. It was a lot. I, yeah. I mean, I'll cover it. It's on my. It's on my list later. Um, yeah. And I'll get it's not bad. It's just you know. It's, it's yeah. on my list. You'll hear about it more, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four for me was Fable. Um. Right. Yeah. Fable. Right. That was an OG Xbox, right? I hope I got that yeah. right. Yeah. yeah it was. Well, Fable yeah, it was, was OG Xbox. Fable yeah. two was. Fable. No, Fable two is the other one, but Fable was the um the first one that I just. Come back and see a tr- oak tree. Yeah. When, yeah. Like, yeah that, okay, sure. So now Fable, back. here's the Have problem with Fable. And the positives. Yes. The po- the problem with Fable was it overpromised. Uh, again, it was almost like the Shenmue of the Xbox, essentially. It was a game that was supposed to be this grand thing that I think that if they didn't overhype what it was supposed to be, it would be even bigger than it, it, it is now. And I think Fable's got a pretty good following. Like Fable 2 was fantastic as well. Uh, but it, I remember, like, oh, you know, your progress it ages and stuff like, like Corey had said, you know, plant an acorn and uh, watch it grow. And it's just like, I feel like they well over promised a, a, a growing that they like, couldn't oh, Peter do Molyneux? back then. No, yeah, no. yeah. Peter Molyneux never over promised. Black and white man leaders. himself. Yeah, never. black and white himself. Uh, I think he way over promised and under delivered again. And but it's a very good game. I still really much. I love playing this game. Uh, it got me like, I don't know. I just I really. It, I love being in that world. And, uh, you know, I, so I couldn't wait for Fable 2. It got me so excited for Fable 2. And then it's just like, I don't know. I just, it was my number four game. Loved it. So that's really it. Corey, what was your number four? My number four is Halo 2. Halo 2. Yeah. Uh, I almost did not have it on my list. But I, see, I, I just, I did, like the Halo franchise, again, is about my, my favorites and things. Oh, hang on. Uh, I'll take over because <laughs> Halo, Halo 2 is my number three. Um, and so I'll just talk about it right with this thing. And the reason why it did make my list, and of course I can chime in in a second, but it didn't make my list uh, originally was because I had them in the franchise. Mm-hmm. But I put in Halo 2 because of the multiplayer. And that was for me, that was the best multiplayer I had played. Uh, and for me. Mm. Um, yeah. But the well, game, like, so Tony, you were right. It went backwards in the game. But the, go well, ahead. I, I don't know if they went backwards, in my opinion. I think that they um, just had so much hype that it was never going to live up to the hype the, and, it, and they had so many like they were so they were so ambitious with what they were going to do and then just didn't have time to do it so it was half a game for one thing uh, but the multiplayer was it was good and they introduced dual wielding which 
was the only yeah. in this game. They took it out afterwards, but because it didn't need it, it was kind of silly. But I thought the game, as far as what you got, what you played, it was still Halo, and Halo was still at the top of its game at this point, uh, as far as moment-to-moment interactions and encounters. And uh, for that, that's it. It made up, made it made it on the list because I still love the story up until the point you're like, oh fuck, this is this is the worst cliffhanger ever. But I, I loved what I was playing at the time. So uh, for it me, was, the multiplayer was, a... was not as good as the first one, though. I I love this multiplayer for me. Like I think, um, like I liked the first one a lot. Don't get me wrong, but this one was like. I, don't know, I just felt like they really dove down and this is what they focus on in this game and that's why the single player i felt like didn't make it uh i mm-hmm. feel like this was the, the focus on this game was that multiplayer mode that was so good uh i love what they online i, I mean that's it. what was yeah. really the big thing so i just i really enjoyed the multiplayer that's why it made number three for me i had to split it out not to tease my other spots on my list but i had to split <laughs> it out from the original um but uh you know so uh, so uh, mike what was your number four uh my number four I guess would be Dead Rising. I watched my friend oh, play cool. some of it, um, and it looked uh, interesting. <laughs> Dead Rising wasn't on the original. That's no. That's a three sixty game. That's three sixty. Oh, we'll be back to three. Back to three. Mike. Okay. Uh, then I will say. You got me in now because I couldn't remember how old that was. Then I'll say. Fine. I'll say Fable because I watched him play that. It looked like a game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. It looked like a game. Fable looked like a game. game. It was fun. Uh, Tony, what was your number four? Uh, this one was Spider-Man 2, which back in the day yes. was actually pretty fun. That was an excellent game. Yeah. Uh, See, I, I forgot. Game. That could have made my GameCube list if I remembered it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun for its time, uh, for being a licensed game released by Activision, I want to say, back then. Was, yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. Um, I think I even got uh, Tony McGuire to voice it, or was yeah. it somebody else? Yeah. I no, I think that was him. I got it. Was it him? It sounded like a, I think it was an impersonator. No, it, they were definitely voicing it like him. All I, I know is like they haven't done the swinging like they did swinging comparisons to the new Sony one because it's only this is the like, first time that they've actually gotten it right after that because they. I, I think it. I think it was more right in Spider Man Two. Uh, it was actually web swinging, not just zipping everywhere like you do in this new one. Um, so I think it was better. <laughs> wow, it was fun. Um, never yeah. beat it, but it was fun. Really, I love. I played that game. I love that game. I think that was the one where you could, you could, you know, that was the, you could jump off the top of buildings in that one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I just, open I remember doing that. Yep, I just love that. Um, and then it's amazing how bad the other games were after that for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. had that formula, and it took forever until now to get back to that. Yeah. Um, so it's a very impressive game, um, and especially you know, it was like on the OG Xbox. It was on a PS2 as well, and it was on GameCube, um, but. Mm-hmm. All right, my like I said, mine was Halo Two for number three. Corey, what was your number three? Um, let me check. Doing a lot. My number three was Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Yeah, that was a good one. Splinter Cell uh, was a fantastic franchise, um, and it was one of those that like Rainbow Six and Splinter Cell, like that Ubisoft, you know, military game, Ghost Recon. Those I I, I loved playing those games, but Splinter Cell the um. But the Chaos Theory one kind of was a culmination of everything they've learned, I felt. And it had a fantastic multiplayer with mercs versus spies. And it had a very interesting story. It had new ways to accomplish your tasks. It was uh, yeah. one of the only like stealth type of games where you could really get into that and just like also- focus on being uh, stealthy and 
it made you feel good and like as a super spy and stuff it was it had a great co-op single uh, co-op mm -hmm. um campaign mode as well like it was a co-op game uh we can play that and uh in, in which is a single player game normally but <laughs> I'm playing with Kent quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Just the first level, we would play that first level, and we would beat the first level, and then we'd replay that first level to do it better. Right. Uh, so it's like you know, gotta do it better. And uh, no, that game was, and there's multiple ways to do it. And uh, it's a game franchise, and I'm shocked it's not here now. Like it's, oh. am I? No, and again, it's. I think so. this one was the best one, even beyond oh, the so. ones that came after. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Uh, Mikey, number three, then. I don't have a three, then we'll skip to my top two. <laughs> okay. Tony, number two. Uh, number three for me is uh, Dead or Alive 3, which... Um, yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, the thing is, like, on my own, I probably would have never played it, but my group, for some reason, we just... It, I will say the one really interesting thing it did was a four-player fighting game in terms of, like, not just, like, free for all like Smash Brothers or something like that, but, like... You, it was like tag team mode where you, like it was two characters versus two characters and stuff like that and you could tag somebody in on the fly and stuff like that so you could do a combo do an input and like forcefully tag your partner in and they could just start playing and stuff like that so it was a really interesting way to um do a 3d fighting game and stuff like that it looked really good uh back in the day um oh, you yeah. look at that now and you're like wow it was 2000 physics <laughs> yeah the jiggle physics uh or or ridiculous but um it had like stage damage stuff like that and i want to say transitions between certain areas or something like that I, maybe i'm citing it well you could definitely could like burst into like a side one or yeah, yeah you definitely had different because i remember i think um christine's stage or something like that like you go into like a, a museum or something yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah it was different rooms or stuff like i remember yeah. that yeah it was it was flashy it was fun it was simple to get into because it was like one punch one kick throw block and like i think um yeah. You, could, you had, like, buttons that were, like, punch plus kick, so you could do, like, certain special moves and whatnot and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it was just... It, it was nice to, like, either, like, do that before getting into, like, uh, Halo or whatever. And just, or Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, you know what's funny is, like, I, had to number... I went, I went <laughs> to search, like, the OG Xbox games that were released, and that I was like, oh, my God, that came up. Oh, my God. I was like, ah, that's crazy. So... Dead or Alive, it was a good game. Uh, I think I remember that game ended with Aerosmith soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as the finale, <laughs> I remember that. That's how remember like memorable that like finishing the game was that you would have that, you know that that music playing. Um, like I was a rock right. star, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. Yeah, I, I met. <laughs> yeah, I met him at E3, so it was quite hilarious. I don't think he ever took his sunglasses off once. Nope, never did. So. Um, my number two game is Halo, um, following Halo 2 to Halo, the split. Um, originally, like I said, they were in the same franchise for me, but Halo was the, that's the game for the Xbox. Like that was the, it clearly wasn't for me, but that was the game, um, really that brought us all together. I mean, that is like the multiplayer, the, the co-op single player, the single player by itself, the world that they built for Halo, I mean, this is what launched the franchise. It, it's incredible. I mean, it launched the Xbox. <laughs> it, it launched was, the Xbox. It, it yeah. would be without, no without Xbox Without this game, the X, Xbox yeah. would not be around. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And, and to come from... Um, First-person shooters. They did... I'm trying to remember what this this company did just before this, which was so bad. It was on the PC. Bungie, um, you talking about? 
Yeah, Bungie did a game just oh, before this. Oni? Oh, no. They did Oni. On Oni. Yeah. Thank you. Oni. Oni. That's what it was. Not Oni. No, no. Was it Oni? Yes, it was Oni with a blue-haired girl. Yeah, anime yeah. shit on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it just wasn't... It, I, didn't, I never liked that game. So t- to see this, it was so choppy and whatever. It, um, to see that move into this... Yeah, I remember uh, you shit-talking that after you went to the one E3. <laughs> I, t- I should talk this... I, would, I tell the story to this day how bad this... You cannot understand how bad that game looked oh no, no that's fair I, was, it's, I just still remember you being like halo's a mess They're, uh, and it, it was never gonna launch there's no way the system's gonna do shit uh i mean i'm like golden i look better than this at that point at that point it was golden i look better than this and it just looked so bad and the uh, 180 they pulled before launch in three months was crazy so which it wasn't three months because that was clearly at e3 now knowing more about the industry at that time it was not three months it was four months i think um Five months, six months. Oh, sorry, six months because it was May. E3 was in May, I think, at the end of May or June, and it was came out in November. Uh, but so it's five months. Um, but the knowing more about it now is clearly we were playing an early, early build at E3. But back then you didn't know that. It was just like you know because the internet yeah. really wasn't a thing, you know. So it's just like I'm playing Halo there, and it's just like nope, that was a very early build of Halo. So um, yeah, so that, that's that's my number two. Corey, number two. I think we have ours reversed, Jim, because my number two is KOTOR. Yeah, it's my number two as well. What? How did you guys not make this your number one? Jesus. Go on. Never beat it, that's why. Oh, gosh. No way. (laughs) Xbox died. Yep. Yep. All right, so KOTOR. uh, This game changed the game for me uh, with rpgs at least like i didn't know like what a western rpg was like like i was like all right whatever this is this is always like rpgs are you know to me were like you know final fantasy or whatever and like those those style japanese jrpgs that's what the rpg was and then with kotor is the first like western style rpg that i played and uh, I didn't realize at first that I was di- doing di- die rolls behind the scenes with all my combat. Either. Yeah, yeah. It was like yep. I'm just I, why is this like why why am I not hitting sometimes? I'm why am I hitting? Hitting. Yeah. <laughs> this should this should be one to one. And but for this game though, the it was all about the the story and the progression of your character. It made you feel like you were in the Star Wars universe, and you were doing things that you always wanted to do as. Yeah. Uh, a, a fan of star wars like and, and it took jet, you out of really the whole like a jedi yeah yeah and it took you out of the how many times did you meet luke skywalker it took you out of the restrictions <laughs> of being yeah. in the og universe and you could just have free reign to do whatever you wanted and what they did was an amazing um story arc you know your, your, your character is someone who's kind of forgets who they are and you're, you're learning with the character as well which is a really neat thing because it, it allows you to enjoy the experience and and seeing what the world and universe is gonna throw at you and um yeah and then it introduced those you know light and dark side things which they became famous with mass effect paragon and renegade stuff but um they had that there initially yeah. Yeah, and it had some of the best side characters in any game oh yeah uh, yeah since like ever like some of my favorite side characters like you said this uh, was like this was like a pretty like this is mass effect is so big is how big it is this game i don't think mass effect would exist without this game like i think this game was yeah framework for that yep, yeah absolutely it definitely and, was a framework for it yeah so yeah that, so that and again um 
the story, like I said, and had one of the better endings of any game that I've played in a long time. Oh, it's so. fantastic. Yeah. Like, and because it, this, this had choices, yeah, you had choices, you know, and you were building a lightsaber, man. You could build your own lightsaber. Yes. Which was, yeah, oh. and colors, colors in the lightsaber. Yes. Oh. So you did uh. one color blades. And like looking uh, back, remembering it, the game looked fantastic. But like, obviously, I you know. look at it now, it's like when Whoa. you look at it now, you're like, wow, how did I, how did I play this? But Tony, yeah. Tony, this is your number two as well, right? So chime in here. Yeah, no, I mean, pretty much just agree with Corey. I, I never beat it because, unfortunately, the Xbox died. Um, I just never got around to it. Um, it was one of those things that I've always been, like, you know, an a HD or remaster or yeah. whatever. Because you always hear rumblings every few years. And it's like, all right, well, you know, who knows? Especially with uh, EA owning the, uh, having a little Star Wars license now and stuff like that. But, I mean, up until what I played, I mean, it was gorgeous for the time. Um, really emulated the feeling of being a Jedi Knight. Uh, in the universe, not being tied to like, oh, you know, um, the OG trilogy or anything like that. It was just you were your own character. You were engrossing yourself in the lore and the mythos of Star Wars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, the amount of quests and options you had, the characters are cool. Just it was awesome. And it's it's so sad actually that besides you know this and the sequel, we haven't really had a Star Wars game <coughs> go that in. Uh, on the um, story and role-playing aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, this is my number one game on the Xbox, and obviously, like, I'll be right back. I loved it more than Halo. But my, that tying into that, it, it's unbelievable that, you know, this game was made by Bioware. And in my opinion, this... Now, Bioware was huge before. They were known for their RPGs, like Baldur's Gate uh, at this point in time, I believe, right? That was Bioware, if I remember right? Am I thinking right? Yeah. Um, was it Baldur's Gate? I, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I'm fairly certain I was. I am right. Um, but they were known for RPGs up to this point. And this is a game that came out, you're like, there really wasn't a great Star Wars game before. There was good Star Wars games before this. This was, like, not expected to be as good as it was. It was a super huge universe, like, long games, side quests, uh, I mean, exploration, uh, plot twists, um, I mean, just the customizing, like I said, customizability with your character. Like, we played the game. We could play a game a little... We could play it differently. And in, in, in 2004, or whenever this came out, that was insane to think... 2002, I think this came out. Um, that was insane to think about, is the fact that we could play the character different outcome. Like, different stories. Yeah. 2003? So I, I circled it. Um, <laughs> I just, it's un, this game didn't exist. Like, this game did not exist. This style. And... And like we said before, Bioware took this and made Mass Effect because of it. We would not have had my favorite 360 game of all time without this game. It would not have ha- it would not have existed. Spoiler they learned for so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I mean, it was it's that is quite obvious. I think for any of our listeners that have listened yeah. to any of our episodes to know exactly what my Xbox 360 game of the year of all time would be, but it would not exist without the strides they made with this game. And it's unbelievable. And I think now I'm getting angry because it's unbelievable <laughs> that we have Bioware at EA with the Star Wars franchise, and we do not have either a remaster of this game with a sequel or a, a complete sequel after a third one in this it's unbelievable that we don't have it it is like the perfect match yeah i'm waiting for that remaster because i've never played this and i'd like mike, to mike <laughs> this is the, like i said we i cannot tell you like this is the it, it's more mass effect did one, either of you get spoiled <laughs> of the, the, no absolutely oh, wow. 
Tony's not doesn't know the ending. I'm so I'm so happy that I didn't say anything though because Tony's not doesn't know the ending. I was almost I was almost going to mention characters and I'm just like nope. I'm, I'm so happy I didn't now uh, because these I mean, names uh, with you the, the, and then, like spoilers, no spoilers. I, no pretty, spoilers, pretty vague, I mean seriously, I have not finished okay. this game. I have not looked at the story since I mean I played the game since then, but I have not finished this game since 2003, and I remember this ending specifically. Like mm-hmm. that's how good it was. That's how good it was. So, did you go dark or light side the first time, Jim? Light, light. Oh. So, Tony, you have that choice. Dude, what right. path did you take? I think I started on light side just because it seemed easier yeah. to like just do that. Usually, I tried. I try to go dark in these games yeah. first. My first playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> I love the reactions when you do something wrong in that game. Though she was so angry with you. <laughs> your, your companion, like, but was it Bastille? name? Steal something like that. Yeah, I just remember like people were like, "Oh, Ray could be like get her like her lightsaber." She had a dual the staff yeah. saber. Whatever. Yep. Uh, Mike, what was your number two game? My number two, I didn't actually play it. Played it recently in the Master Chief Collection. That's uh, the original Halo. Um, I've only played multiplayer. Played the original Halo. Wow. No, I never. I didn't own an Xbox. <laughs> Yeah. You didn't know anybody that owned an Xbox? I didn't. I didn't own a GameCube, but I still played a couple of GameCube games. I didn't play. I didn't play the original Halo. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't know people, you didn't know people. Uh, but the original Halo. So I played it recently. It seems okay. <laughs> but that's all I can say. Yeah. All right, I remember number one, Corey. You got to go back to, your, uh, and we know Tony's number two. So Corey, you're number one. My number one is the same as Tony's, I'm sure, is Halo. 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 Yeah. Whoa, it's not there alive beach volleyball? <laughs> well, oh, sorry. Shit. That, no, just kidding. The uh, clear winner right got here. Me. The extreme beach volleyball, man. Such so realistic you, physics. So Mike, Mike, what would... Your number one's different. So they, you guys talk about Halo, and we'll go back to Mike, okay? So go ahead. You guys cover Halo here. Well, Yeah, Halo. <laughs> Halo. 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 Well, Mike I mean, Halo yes. was the game. It, it sold Xboxes. It changed the way that people thought a first-person shooter you know, could be. It had one of the best um, single-player experiences with one of the best, like, surprises ever, I think. Uh, at the time, was like, oh, I'm just fighting these aliens. And then all of a sudden, well, now you're fighting these other aliens, and they're much mm-hmm. scarier. And it was scary. That was, like, so freaky when that happened uh, and so memorable. And then it had uh, some of the best multiplayer. Uh, it spawned uh, a whole... Like series of videos that turned into like this whole company now that has like this big giant like like uh, you know series yeah. of stuff that they produce and it's all because they had this game that was um, you know Halo. Just, I can't even say enough about it. Like we played so many games. I played so many games with you, Tony. So I just played with random people. Like oh yeah, I have an Xbox. Okay, we'll just do like a land party and like we'll play some Xbox. And we're playing on like 15 inch televisions, four screens yeah, yeah. on them. Like what the heck? Like, now I'm, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like I, my screen on my phone is almost as big as like the and so I remember being so psyched to play this on a 27 inch I bought. I bought a 27 mm-hmm. inch, like the first like flat screen Samsung, which was not a flat screen. It was still oh, that was a 17 big ass inch, back. dude. That was a 17 inch, not 27. I bought a 27. I bought a 27 I Samsung. Think so man. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm almost. Know. Yeah, I'm pretty certain I did. So I think all I, 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 I know I, that I, thing was pounds, and I helped you carry it up. You helped me carry it. So it was that was 27. Inch. That was 27. Inch, trust me. I know what I bought. It was fucking. Uh, but heavy. yeah, it was just it was one of those things where 
everybody like if you yeah everybody if you had an xbox you had halo like yeah it was one-to-one like you never you wouldn't buy an xbox if you didn't buy halo so but yeah tony, tony one? i know you've got yeah. your stories of your your varsity and your yeah, your... yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it was one of those things where like my friend group like um it was one of those things where like we'd go over nick's house and be like um that's how it started is like oh here's the xbox and stuff like that and i think him and his brother like they had two and this was one of the first consoles that had um an ethernet port built in so you could uh do you know a uh, local area network which was you know obviously pc obviously I, had that but this is the first time consoles could do that to my knowledge straight out of the box at the very yeah. least no for yeah um, uh, by default like you had everything yeah. you needed yeah so it's like you just you just need a crossover cable jack them up between two different rooms and you just get it going and you know i'm i'm all about those games where it's like you know the more players you have the funner it gets kind of thing like you know uh, the biggest contribution N64 did was having four controller ports right built into the thing, in my opinion. And then Xbox was the the Ethernet uh, adapter because we didn't do it very often. But uh, having 16 players for Halo was yeah. just mind blowing. But most often it was 4v4 and stuff like that. But even then it was just awesome because you could have like these different game modes and you could edit the, the game types and change the parameters and stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, the single player was awesome. <clears throat> it was it, it was like an epic you know, triple A experience kind of thing. I, I still, you know, prefer the style of like Goldeneye where it was more like objective based and, and whatnot, but it was really cool having the vehicles and, and um, AI and PCs. The physics and in the like game that. was just awesome. The physics were really good, yeah, as well, uh, with the grenade lobbing and stuff like that. But the multiplayers were shine for me. I'm just like Corey alluded to. We played it so much, like so yeah. often uh, that it became this like running joke where it was like, we would, you know, you'd always like talk to like people, like friends of friends, stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, uh, I like playing Halo, and then I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's cool. And, like, yeah, I'm really good. And it's like we like my friends and I would just like give each other the look, and it's like, how good would you say you are? And they're like, oh, you know, we beat her on Legendary and stuff like that. I'm like, hold on, it's like okay. And then we would just have, <clears throat> uh, we would challenge them, and and oftentimes it would be like. Usually it was like Team Slayer, first team to 50 and stuff like that. And if if the other team got the 25 before we got the 50, we would consider them like good challengers. It's like, oh, you guys got like, you know, one for one kill for every two of ours. Like, good job. Like, that's not bad. Stuff like that. And it got to the point where like, to save that embarrassment, some some people like took that really badly for their ego and stuff like that. We'd be like, all right, well, why don't you guys play these four first? And we're just going to, we'll just hold back for a little bit. Stuff like that. Uh, and we dumbed them the JV team because they were like, our second tier players and stuff like that. And if they couldn't get past the JV team, we told them, we were straight up like, you don't want to play us. Like the four people you just played were our junior varsity players, essentially. Like we beat them consistently every game. If you can't beat them, there's no way you could beat us. And they would like, a lot of them would be like bullshit. And we're like, okay, like, here you go. And stuff like that. And you know, 100% of the time they would never beat us and be like, okay, then it's like, well, yeah, I was, uh, I was up there a few times and I am just giving a story on that game was like I would come back here and the girl I was dating at the time her friends would all get get together and play this game and uh, I would and I'm not I was nowhere near you guys were way better I think most of your JV guys were probably way better than me too but like I I played these people over here and I I'd storm them like 25 kills to like (laughs) seven in the rounds and I'm like and I'm just like I'm thinking like there's just I, I, I'm like an average player in Easton 
And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's how, that was what that's what happened in Easton. There was that level of competition going on. And I, cause I knew it. I'm like, I'm an average player up here, but over there, I look like I'm a freaking God over here. And it's just like, that, that's what people don't understand how competitive they got when you, when you guys were kids, like, yeah. you guys got so competitive about it. So yeah. The, the only time we ever faced a challenge was we went to like some tournament in a mall and, uh, Apparently there is this like glitch where um, it when a power up is spawning, aka the invisibility or the overshield, if players are directly over top the item as it spawns, all four players get it. So a whole team could potentially get the overshield and stuff like that. So the only time we ever lost was when we entered this tournament and these kids with their fucking Xbox controllers had egg timers taped onto them. Yeah, because the power-ups would spawn, I think, like, every 90 seconds or 120 seconds or whatever. So as soon as they would grab it, they would hit it and be like, all right, well, 10 seconds till the, the overshield spawn. we got to go over there. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, I guess, you know, I guess that's the thing you have to do to, to be competitive in this game. That's that's interesting and stuff like that. But it was the only ever time we've ever, like, truly lost a, a match and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. it was fun. Uh, yeah, Mike, yours was Halo 2? Yeah. Everything you guys said about Halo is pretty much true for me with Halo 2. Um, never really played Halo, the first one back then, but you know, everyone had Xboxes and we would go together, do split screen in a friend's basement, Halo 2 all the time. And uh, also, going back recently through the Master Chief Collection, I really think I prefer the Halo 2 multiplayer. It's pretty much every other version Agreed. of Halo's multiplayer. Agreed. I think... Um, and I, I only play the multiplayer. I didn't play single player for either of those first two games. Um, but no, just the combination of the vehicles, the sniper rifle being strong but slow, the being able to dual wield actually, when you're playing against other people and you have your noob combo going, it, it matters a little bit. <laughs> and uh, I know, it, we just did, yeah, land parties, everything. Halo 2, it just I think it was the pinnacle of the multiplayer for that. Um, 